Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,404. Every day and every way, my life gets better and better. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Mark Green here. I'm a car care fanatic. You know that. And I've discovered Migliori Luxury Car Care Products. Migliori Strata Coating is a ceramic treatment that you can easily apply by yourself. It provides your special vehicle with a high-gloss finish and lasts for over a year. Migliori Strata Coating features an extreme hydrophobic finish, so water sheets right away, reducing water spotting, and it makes your car washing a breeze. With over 100 positive reviews on Amazon, this is a time-tested product that's made here in the USA. With fall and winter on the way, protect your vehicle's finish with Migliori. You'll find all their premium car care products at migliorywax.com. Plus, you'll get 10% off at checkout by using the code CARSYEAH. 10% off, what a deal. That's M-I-G-L-I-O-R-E-WAX.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, returning guest, calling in from beautiful Malibu, California, Fireball Tim. Hey, Fireball. Are you fired up and ready to go? As always, let's do it. All right, we'll have some fun. Fireball Tim, yes, that's his real legal name, is a true legend in the car design world. Having designed over 400 of Hollywood's biggest films, including Batman, Knight Rider, Jurassic Park, and Monster Garage. In addition to car design, he is an award-winning, winning, I should say, filmmaker, a host for Speed Channel, TLC, Discovery, and Velocity when they were around, and many others. He's also the founder of Fireball Publishing, where he creates unique and very cool children's coloring books and adult coloring books centered around the automobile and the sea life. He has 11 titles, and the newest one we're going to learn about today is titled Tiki, and it is now available. He is the host of Fireball Malibu Vlog, where he and his lovely wife, Kathy, take you on adventures around Malibu and beyond, and he does a weekly art talk on Facebook Live, which I enjoy very much. He hosts a monthly Wheels and Waves car show in Malibu, and he is the design director for the Murphy Auto Museum. Regular listeners will remember David Neal, the museum's director, who is a past guest here on Cars Yeah. 
And if you've been listening to Cars Yeah for any time, you'll know that he, Fireball, was a guest number 419 back in January 2016 and guest number 905 November 2017. So that makes him a unique and rare three-peater, better than being a two-timer here on Cars Yeah. So Fireball, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment to share a little more about your very interesting career and a very obvious passion that you have for automobiles? Well, well, after that uh, uh, amazing intro, thank you, by the way. I feel like <laughs> You're I'm kind of a human triptych now. Well, you do a lot of stuff. Uh, we do, you know, we do a lot of stuff. And I I think the, the important thing is that, you know, we're certainly trying to help people on our new Shar Art Talk to uh, to find their calling, you know, find their passion. And, and many of those people are people that are retired after long careers and they want to be creative and do something fun. And, and that's uh, what we're trying to do. We're trying to, uh, to show people that you can do those things and that, uh, and that you must, and that through doing those things, you can affect the world in a positive way. Yeah, well, they're great. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, I want to start our journey today with some type of a mantra or success quote. Now, with your art talk, uh, you've probably got a million of these because you're all very philosophical and about rewiring your life, I guess. In this case, if you're retired, you can't just sit back on a porch. That, that'll kill you. You got to get out there and do stuff. So is there a mantra or some kind of a saying, inspirational quote you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, well, you know, I've gone through so many in my life, and, and I think that it kind of evolves. But I, I think that I always come back to a a quote by Emil Coup, who was a French philosopher back in the turn of the last century. And he said, every day in every way, my life gets better and better. I think that that really kind of uh, assembles all the, the simple aspect of our philosophy and trying to understand that, that what you put out there comes back to you and uh, uh, to do that in every way that you can. So just to know that, that tomorrow is like Christmas every day, uh, I get to be excited about it. You know, you're such an inspirational guy, both you and Kathy. And, uh, I'll tell our listeners with this art talk, one of the things that you guys do is juice. And during the talk, Kathy will walk in and give you a a nice juice. And you guys inspired me because I started doing that. I wanted to lose some weight and get healthy and started doing that every day. So that's kind of fun. And uh, I've been, uh, I haven't gotten to my juice this morning because even though it's uh, early here right now, I've already done a couple shows. So I haven't had time to fire up the juicer, but I'm going to do that. So I appreciate the inspiration, the healthy inspiration. Uh, you know, part of that is just, you know, good habit building. And it's it's tough when you first start, you know, the idea of making your own juice or, or even cooking your own dinner. You know, many people are, you know, they don't like to cook because the process is too evolved or or they just weren't taught necessarily how to cook. I, I, my mom did a great job at teaching, you know, our, our family, our kids how to cook, but not, not in the traditional way, like come in here and help me cook. She would say, you know, you come back from school and she'd say, come here and tell me how your day went as she was making dinner. And then slowly she would hand you a bulb of garlic and say, did you cut that up for me while I'm trying to do this? Keep talking, you know. And then she she would associate, you know, a, a great positive experience with with cooking. So naturally, over time, over the repetition, which is how habit building is created through repetition, I learned to love to cook and things like that. And, and now it's evolved that you know, that Kathy kind of has the same technique and we try to incorporate juicing um, and anything healthy into that talk, you know, because the talk is basically trying to help people build their creative selves and uh, uh, health is a big part of that. What a fortunate guy you are to have a mom that's that creative. I think that's absolutely brilliant is sharing experiences with conversation and uh, like what you do, asking people questions like what I do every day. Let's talk about your passion for cars. You've been a car guy forever. You worked in the industry, designing cars, working around movie sets where they had cars involved. 
You're involved now with the Murphy Auto Museum, which we're going to talk about. But tell us a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were indeed going to be a card. Well, you know, I'm not even sure I can necessarily uh, call it that because I think that, you know, there's many people out there that love cars and they go to shows and uh, they're, maybe their industry isn't cars, but they, you know, on the weekends is that they, they enjoy being around that and, and a lot of that lifestyle and that enthusiast base. And, and they would call it a hobby. For me, it's not a hobby because it's my, my direct business. And it's kind of always been that way since day one. You know, my parents bought me uh, corgis and, and Hot Wheels and all that stuff. And I, I would spend a lot of time, you know, uh, immersing myself, pulling those cars apart and then repainting them and, and, and turning them into my own things. And I used to carry a, a stack of index cards around everywhere I went. And I would draw side views of, of crazy cars with rocket launchers and things that were like, uh, you know, if I saw a bell pepper, I'd turn a bell pepper into a car. And, and I have stacks of these in my, in my closet from all the years you know, since, uh, since I was a kid. So I think that, you know, my, my passion in a strange sort of way, wasn't really so much about cars is, was, was giving cars life. And I, I think that, you know, that going naturally going into the film industry where, you know, if Batman had a car, what would it look like? If, if you take any character, if you took, we were talking about Clint Eastwood earlier, if Clint Eastwood had a car, what would he drive? And that's very particular. So, you know, when you're, when you get an assignment for a film and the assignment is to create a vehicle that has to uh, become a character because it's got to do certain things. You know, James Bond is a good example of that. You know, he's, he, they, they handle cars very differently in action films. When you get an assignment like that, then you create, you're adding life to something that is inanimate uh, in a way. And Kathy was, Kathy is, you know, her business is she built mascots and she built HR Puff and stuff and Cujo and a lot of, a lot of, you know, all the Nintendo characters and stuff. And, and she's basically taking, uh, if I told you how many vegetables she's built with happy faces on it, you'd be astonished. But her, it's her job too, is to, to, uh, to take an inanimate object and, and to give it life. And that's really, you know, that's really transcended all the way to our publishing company now. And, and that if you, if you were to buy a Corvette coloring book, if you could find one online, you would get pictures of regular Corvettes, a 78, a 69, and they're, they're nice. But our books add life to these cars and they make them unique and extreme. And, you know, we understand the kids love that kind of stuff. And that's what we're trying to do. So in essence, I wouldn't say I was necessarily a car guy, but my job is to add life to vehicles in some way and to make them more than they are and to tell a story that way. Well, you do it really well. You'll love this. My guest yesterday here on Cars yeah was Don Gottwald. He owns the only official Mach 5 Speed Racers car. Yeah, it's the only one that's, a, that's officially the Mach 5. It's licensed as a Mach 5, and he drives it around and has fun with it. So uh, you talk about yeah, cars from our childhood and cartoons and things like that. Batmobile, Mach 5, definitely there. Well, let's talk about a big challenge or a big failure, because this ties right into a lot of what you talk about, of being positive about life and using failure and or challenges as wonderful learning experiences. I love the way you're, I already know you're going to answer this great, but take us to one of those times that was a real challenge for you and walk us through it, and then tell us how that experience helped you come out on the positive side, because you always come out on the positive side. Well, you know, that's the thing is I think that probably the most challenging thing that we face as human beings is transcendence. That's going from someone living their life unaware of their own power to suddenly waking up within your life and saying, wow, I didn't know I was capable of so much. And I think that that the hardest thing I've probably ever gone through and, and continue to go through is the fact that 
you know you have this power. It's just that it's not it's not working as efficiently. And, and I would attribute it to the fact that you know when you're young, you don't necessarily understand gravity or understand some of the laws that we that we deal with. You know, you understand that you don't put your hand in a fire. You can do that once, and you learn the law, and you get burnt, and you you don't do it again. But with with gravity, you 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 learn over time that you know if you you don't jump out of a two story building. Uh, you can jump a certain distance uh, when you're in school off of a tire or off a jungle gym, things like that. But you know that you can't push it too far or you end up breaking something. So I think that my biggest challenge is transcending from uh, walking asleep, unaware that that my thoughts have any any ability to color my life, to someone that is waking up within their life and saying, wow, according to how I think is what my life becomes. It's very important for people to recognize that that no matter what difficulty you may be going through, it's not the difficulty, it's how you perceive the difficulty. And if you can find a way to shift your perspective about that thing, then that thing will change of itself. It's a it's a quantum shift that happens within us. That that the, the, then we can see things as from a positive side, from a positive nature and not dwell on the fact that they're not going the way we want them to, then the things change. And we, we said this on our talk uh, a while back ago. So we had a, a neighbor who was a kind of a, a royal pain, and and we we had a hard time with her because she was constantly causing trouble, and, and we had to call the cops a few times and all this kind of you know shenanigans. And we realized that we were approaching her in the wrong fashion. So we began to perceive this person as someone that is challenged, and needs love, as we all do. And for a very short period of time, we started, instead of giving her anger and frustration and sending that, you know, and, and ruining our own time, we began to send her love. And within two weeks or less, she literally moved away. So <laughs> She didn't the like the found, love? <laughs> yeah. The universe found a way to remove the, the problem of itself without wow. us doing anything. Uh-huh. And I think that's a, a very important thing to recognize when you're, if you're in the car industry or you love cars and maybe you're building a car and it's not going the way that you, you want it to go and you're frustrated, if you can find a w- different way to look at it and be grateful that you even have a car to work on, be grateful that, you know, that when the car's done, you'll, you'll have uh, this dream ride, you'll get to enjoy. Uh, if you can find a way through that, it's not about the problem. It's always about how you perceive it. So I think that that's the biggest challenge as human beings is waking up within your own life and uh, and to start to implement that, implement that and you want to start to understand that the that that's the way the law works and your your life can truly become an extraordinary experience if you step back and don't worry about how it evolves uh just try to find a way through that uh, brings you happiness and joy and uh, right. and that's a, that's a good thing to have Oh, absolutely. You mentioned the word gratitude. I just gave a keynote talk this past weekend to a local Porsche club. We were celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Porsche 914 on September 14th, 914, kind of made sense. And that's one of the things I mentioned. And I, I, when I give these keynote speeches, I talk about what I've learned from my fantastic, inspiring automotive enthusiasts like you. And that's one of the things. And, and I thank you for that because the idea of being grateful removes negativity from your mind thought and years ago, and we probably all heard it now, when you wake up in the morning, before you even step out of bed, just think of two or three things you're grateful for. It could be as simple as, I woke up, I'm not dead, or I have breakfast. <laughs> you know? It's far more powerful than people realize. You know, a lot of this can be 
chitter chatter to people or that it's it's just not they don't understand it or or they're uh, they look at it as airy fairy and you know there's a lot of of ways that people look at it and once again that's their perception that's what it becomes for them because that's what they're thinking about but when you really start to implement gratitude nothing makes that happen faster then when you go through something like, unfortunately, what we're going through right now, my uh, uh, Kathy's uh, father just passed away just recently. And you, and you begin to look at, you know, look at your life and, and start to realize, wow, you know, I got it. I got it really good. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling. And how can I, you know, when you make life not about you and make it about helping others, then you, you experience grand shifts. You experience amazing shifts. And, and I wasn't always that way. You know, I think that I grew up in a family of five and, you know, you learn how to jump higher, scream louder and, and try to stand out. And that's very common. And anybody who's listening to this and has experienced that, it's not, you don't want to feel bad for that. You, this is part of your karmic path. And, and I think that it's important that that uh, when you find a way to look at it so that you can have this experience and then help other people through that, understand that everyone's going through it. That's really what your calling is. You know, I you know, we have our coloring books and stuff, and, and that's certainly our business, but our job is not to sell coloring books. Our job is to to share the experience of our love of cars and the ocean uh, in a way that's unique. And you, when you sit down to color, you experience the present moment, you enhance your ability to, as a creative person, you enhance your ability to concentrate. There's a lot of wonderful things that come from a product like this. And that that's what we're trying to get across. We, you know, we don't use that as a pitch, but I think it's important that if you have a product that you're selling, how you have to answer the question: How does it enhance someone's life in some way? And that really helps. And I, you know, I admire you, Mark, for you know this kind of show is certainly the kind of show that helps inspire people. And I enjoy listening. And you've had you know almost fifteen hundred episodes. Uh, that tells you something, <laughs> right? It yeah. tells you. It tells you people are listening and they they want to to be inspired. They want their lives to be better. And and our job. And their job ultimately is to try and try and help people do that. Yeah, absolutely. You remind me of way back when I was in my 20s, I worked in advertising and I had a client that was incredibly challenging. And this woman was always negative, could never thank you for anything. You'd work so hard and always found fault in everything. And one day I responded to one of her negative comments that just became common. And she looked at me, and she said, how come you're always so positive? And I stopped for a moment. She was probably twice my age. So she was the senior person, president of this big company. And I said, well, why would I choose to be any other way? Right. And and therein lies the rub. It's the first time I think I left her speechless for a few moments. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping and she thing. thought about it a little bit. <laughs> right. And because that, that is the truth is that we don't realize we have a choice is that people choose uh, what's easiest. You know, the road yes. less traveled or the, or the, the bumpy path. And they dwell on on the difficulties and challenges, and they don't realize that they have a choice. And, and our job, you know, you don't you don't change someone by making them wrong. You change them by inspiring them through your own action. Yes, yeah, and, exactly. And the thing is that you know why are you so positive? Because exactly because you you're choosing to have that understanding that what you put out in the world is what you get back. So how could you possibly choose anything else? But you know, not everybody's necessarily ready for that. As an example, I had a, a car show, not this last weekend, but the weekend before that we put on with American Airlines. And, you know, successful show, a lot of fun. And, and then, uh, but one of the people that won one of their awards, you know, won, I think, Best Paint or something like that, came up to me and decided to spend the next five minutes complaining to me 
about something about the show that had nothing to do with him. Oh goodness! And and oh, you, you know, and much. it was clear that he needed to vent, and he needed yeah. someone to listen. So you have a choice there. You can say, "Well, look, I'm not going to listen to you," and you can go, you know, go fly a kite, or you can sit there and listen and let him vent. And you know, we we did the show the way we felt was appropriate, and you know, which not everyone necessarily would agree with. Um, and lots of people have great ideas, but to come and to complain and and to make somebody wrong for the way that they do something. And actually he, he went to several people and, t- and repeated the same thing. So it wasn't enough to say it to me, but he was missing the point. You know, he, he won, yeah. you know, yeah. and he, didn't, <laughs> think, he didn't, didn't express any gratitude. He just went right for the jugular. And that, that was his, that becomes his experience. Now I'm not trying to judge him or make him wrong for having that experience, but I feel unfortunate that in our choices, sometimes we don't realize that since, we get back what we put out into the world. When you put crap out, you get crap back, and, and you, you want people to understand that. They can take a second, just a half a second, to say, do I really want to make this phone call? Do I, do I really want to, you know, someone just left a nasty comment on my Facebook page. Do I really want to, to address this, or do I want to go and have fun with my, my grandkids? I hit the proverbial delete button or the unsubscribe button in my head. So when someone comes up to me and complains, uh, and when they're done, I can delete the comment that they just made to me, and I can unsubscribe from them. Yes. Yeah, and absolutely. You, you have know, the power. I, but I don't need to do it online. I just do it in my head, you know, yeah. and uh, uh, it's a very efficient system, and I, I don't have to worry about the next time because no matter what they say, I'm unsubscribed, so it doesn't affect me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we do have the power for sure. Let me ask you about your first really special vehicle, that first car in your life that had great meaning for you. I think the first car was just the first car. It was like, oh my God, I have a car. You know, it was like, uh, it's unbelievable to go to go from someone who has no independence to suddenly independence. And, and that was a 79 Volkswagen Dasher that was lemon yellow and it looked like a lemon, but it, it ran like a bat out of hell. It had a, um, it was a, a four door like, like the Fox, but a, a four door with a, a slant back with a, not, not a, not a hatchback, but, but with a trunk. But it had a little button underneath the accelerator pedal that would, would downshift if you just floor it. It had a brown interior. I, I painted a Van Halen logo on the back of it. You know, and, and it, it was ugly, and it was just the worst, and I loved it because it, it meant everything to me, is that I could, I could go anywhere I wanted at any time. And, and I, you know, my upbringing was fairly unusual because I lived in Ojai, which is outside of, uh, of Ventura, and in my high school years, my parents uh, lived in another house in Los Angeles because they were working in the film industry. We had the house in Ohio, So I had supreme independence. I, I didn't have anyone telling me what to do. I didn't have any supervision, you know, nothing. And, and I, I certainly took advantage of that. I had, you know, many run-ins with the cops and all kinds of interesting things. But, but I think that, you know, what I did learn is to value my time because I was the youngest of five and I saw you know, my siblings really screwing up in a lot of ways. And I thought, okay, he did that. So I'm not going to do that. She did that. So I'm not going to do that. So I found, I found the right path for myself. uh, And that was very valuable, but being independent, you know, going from someone who doesn't have independence to seemingly independence is a very profound. So I've had many wonderful cars over the years, but I think that for me, the most profound one was going from no car to suddenly having something. And, uh, and that was pretty special. And being free. 79, the first new car I bought was a 79 first-gen Scirocco. 
And the yeah. Chirac on the Dasher had that same front-looking nose. I think they're all Gisario design cars. Um, <laughs> they were. And I ex- I, which is amazing when you stop and think about, really. Uh, but the Scirocco was kind of cool for me. But they also, didn't the, the Dasher, they made a wagon version of that, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, that but was kind of cool. The question is, did yours have a Van, Van Halen logo on the back of it? No, I wasn't as cool as you. It had a <laughs> um, it had a double sticker on the back from Greg nice. Knoll Surfing, because I was a surfer. Oh, yeah. And I, I did have surf racks on the top, living in Southern California. So, uh, yeah, I love that car. It was a great car. Well, I want to talk about current projects here that have you excited and fired up. And I want to start with the new coloring book, Tiki. Uh, those of us who love to be around the water and ocean, you know, Hawaii, Southern California, we know what tikis are. And if you go back and think about the Brady Bunch, that tiki is the one that caused Greg to fall off in the water and almost drown when he was surfing in Hawaii. But tell us about why you picked Tiki, because you've done a lot of coloring books focused on cars and sea life, but tikis. Why tikis? Well, uh, from our study is that, you know, we, in going out, there's a lot of, uh, of, you know, the main, the main enthusiast base is automotive, but then there's a lot of peripheral bases. And one of them happens to be Polynesian culture. Uh, when it comes to rat rods and, and hot rods, uh, uh, there's great shows down here at Ventura Nationals. Uh, and there's a lot of tiki influence and, and tiki, Polynesian tiki culture is making a massive resurgence. There's an amazing amount of stuff that's happening down here. Um, and I, not to correct you, Mark, but we that's actually our 21st book. So we have 21 oh. books out. Oh, yeah. wow. You're, yeah. way ahead so of, you're way ahead of where I thought you were. Congratulations. Yeah, well, we're, we're booking, as, in, in, as the case may be. But, but Tiki was important because, you know, we did a vintage trailer book, and a lot of people that do vintage trailers love creating Tiki influence within their trailers. And I think that the idea of a Polynesian lifestyle or the island life is very appealing to most people. It's where people want to go on vacation. They want to, you know, set their problems aside and enjoy themselves in the water and and all the things that it brings. But the amount of culture, the amount of shows that are happening in Southern California that are tiki-based is extraordinary. So, you know, our philosophy with the books is that there has to be at least a million people into a given culture to justify a coloring book. And so far, the books that we've done are significantly more. You know, there's people, I mean, there's 1.4 million people just in the Mustang Club of America, let alone, you know, how many people love Mustangs. So Tiki was a natural progression because it was a book where we could take island life or beach life or ocean life, and we could mix it with cars. So within that book, there's lots of Tiki hot rods. There's lots of uh, Tiki culture and fun stuff. There's mazes, there's colorings, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's even um, some some Hawaiian uh, words that you can learn and things like that. So it made a lot of sense. And, and our, our home is basically, you know, Polynesian. And, and that's, that's just something that we loved. And, and uh, uh, we got a lot of input because we ask our audience, you know, what they think if, you know, we'll do a poll with three or four books that we would think to do. And that, that was overwhelmingly hands down something that people wanted. So that's why we decided to do it. I love it. It's fantastic. Now you're involved now since the last time you were on the show. With Murphy Auto Museum there in Knock, uh, Oxnard, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, listeners can go back and listen to my talk with David Neal, who's the museum's director. What's your involvement with the museum? Well, um, you know, David and I have been friends a long time, and we just felt that we pooled our resources, we could uh, we could really do something special for the museum. So he asked me to be on the board, and and then now I'm the the official design director for the museum. So. My job, uh, well, David's job is to handle all the vehicles and the uh, the ingress and egress of, of those properties. 
And then my job is to uh, to design the museum because that's my, my my background from Disney and from movies and things like that. And then to run the Fireball Art Gallery, which is a standalone art gallery for the museum, and to run the store with, and develop all the products and things like that. So we're having a great time. And and as of Thursday, we're all leaving to uh, to Buellton for the Vintage Trailer Bash, which is put on by David and the Murphy. It's approximately 300 vintage trailers to get to get together at Flying Flags in Buellton. It's an amazing show for four days. We have a great time. And and my job there is I'll be filming for our show as well as I do the Fireball Scooter Shooters. which Fireball is, uh, Scooter Shooters, what's that? Right. So I, I ride around on a vintage scooter and I have a backpack. And in my backpack is uh, two or three bottles of Fireball whiskey. And I hand out Fireball Shooters <laughs> to everybody who comes. I try not to do that at like 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, five, six o'clock, you'll find me scooting around and, and uh, giving those to people. And it's a lot of fun. And it's amazing. But, you know, the, the Murphy just moved. So we had a very large building that was too big for us. So we, we scaled down. But our parking lot is twice the size. The store and the gallery is larger. Um, although the, the footprint of the overall museum holds about 50 cars now, the ability to do exterior events is going to be extraordinary. So we should be reopening sometime in, in the end of October, or early November. Very, very cool. I'll make sure I put links to all this on Fireball's show notes page here on the Cars Yow website where you can go. You can buy the coloring book. You can learn about Murphy Auto Museum. Learn about these special uh, events he does. You can you can uh, subscribe to his vlog, which is cool. And Art Talk on Facebook Live. You can go on Facebook and follow him. And every morning, weekday mornings at 8 o'clock, Fireball comes up live. Kathy brings him a nice uh, glass of fresh juice, uh, which inspired me. And you can learn all about Fireball's philosophy on life, which is very uplifting, very positive, a really nice way to start your day. If you can't be available at 8, you can go back and listen anytime you want to past shows. Very nice. So Fireball up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10 percent off your order that's edelbrock automotive performance since 1938 you take care of your cars but who takes care of your investments tune-ups aren't just for engines updating your financial plan is important too your gps may take you from a to b but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com. Or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp.
Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Fireball, we are back and I have a very introspective question for you. I'm going to get in your head a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, what would you be and why? Oh, man, that's a rough one. That's a rough one because I, <laughs> I always joke that, you know, my favorite car is the one I'm driving or or yeah. your story or something. God, if I was a, if I was a vehicle, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I probably would, would, would be that Volkswagen Dasher. Ah, the first one. Yeah, because it was it was fast, it was nimble, but it was it was humble. You know, it wasn't based on anything other than pure fun of driving. Just a blast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that because you know a lot of people think a Malibu is flashy and everything's super fancy, but you and Kathy are so down to earth. You're just what I call real people. And, well, you uh, know, in, in this town, it's you know, taxis are are McLarens and and Lamborghinis, and after a <laughs> while, you just don't care anymore. You know, it's. Um, you know, we, we, uh, our show, our uh, wheels and waves show is like an art show. So, you know, we, we really appreciate what people do to their cars and, and, uh, and their stories. So as you do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to jump into the, uh, last lap here, kind of a lightning round. I'm going to ask you some questions and ask you to give me some very quick blips of that dasher throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Um, it came from Sid Mead, who was a, uh, concept designer. And I have a blog that's coming up from him. Uh, he was an art center graduate. Uh, he said, for, for every vehicle that you design or illustrate, always put it in an environment. Never draw it by itself. I like that. How about a personal habit that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Uh, meditation. Ah, great. You, or develop our ability to listen. How about a resource? There's so many great resources. Is there one you'd like to share? Uh, wow. For for me to have a resource to go to, I, you know, I... Probably my the inspiration I get most is from going to the car shows. You know, I, I go there and it's a great source to be able to learn stories, learn about people, get more knowledge about cars. Yeah, I think that's probably my best resource is going to physical shows. Yeah, and you know what? I always say the cars at shows are just the catalysts that bring the great people together. Take the time when you're at a car show to talk to people. Ask them about their car. You'd be amazed what you might learn and the new friends that you make. How about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Well, uh, you know, one of my greatest inspirations has always been Sid, and I've been very fortunate in my life to to have had many conversations with him. But you know, I, I pride myself on on trying to become personal friends with a lot of the greats. You know, and, uh, everybody from Frank Stevenson to Mark Sternberger, Chip Foose. You know, a lot of a lot of really great designers, but. I think I probably would have loved to have, have a, had a conversation with Luigi Colani, who's an Italian designer. Uh, he was very extraordinary, very unusual designer, and uh, that would have been really interesting. Yeah, fantastic. Is there a book that you've read recently you'd like to share with us? I would say uh, go back and read Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When all else fails and you, you, can't, you, you don't know where to go, go back and read that one another, another time. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, we're up to the checkered flag here. Uh, I've got something fun I'm going to do for you today, and that is I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car and park it <laughs> at your house there in Malibu. But okay. there are some some rules to this game that might make it a bit of a challenge. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. So that little trick, that financial trick's off the table. It's kind of like getting the uh, proverbial genie uh, rub the magic lamp and, yeah, I want a million more wishes. Can't do that. You have to drive it. No garage queen. So I want to see you cruising up and down the coast highway there. But here's the one kicker. It's the only one collector car you can have in your garage. So you need to choose very wisely. What's it going to be? 1938 Ford convertible. Okay. (laughs) You threw me off with that one. (laughs) Why? Why a 1938 Ford convertible? Well, it's probably because we have one. But uh, Ah. one of the most enjoyable cars to drive up and up and down Pacific Coast Highway. And it makes you you think about the fact that there was a time on TCH where that was a brand new car you could drive up up and down the coast. And I wanted to know what, what it was like, what people felt driving a car like that, you know, on such a, a beautiful highway. And uh that I just can't get it out of my head. I love it. Now is yours uh is it stock or is it hot rotted or uh, it looks 100% stock. It went through about an $80,000 restoration, but it's hot rotted. So it's it's very fast, super comfortable, but it looks it looks like you know it just came off the showroom. So it's got a flathead V8. It's uh, virtually flawless, but it's one of our our main drivers. So you know, if you come to Malibu, you probably see me driving that from time to time. Well, as always, and as you've done in the past with me here, Fireball, you've taken me on a great ride. Really enjoyed reconnecting and talking with you here. Thanks for coming back on the Cars Yeah podcast. Could you offer us a little, you're welcome. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom and guidance before you drive up the coast highway in that 38 Ford? From the vantage point of where I am now, I I think I cannot stress more taking a few moments in the morning to, uh, to appreciate and be grateful for your day and for those, uh, those people that you still have in your life. Absolutely. And again, my sincere condolences to you and Kathy for the loss of her father. Uh, my heart and thoughts are with you guys. Thank you. What's the best? You're welcome. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and follow along with all the exciting things you do? Well, our main site is fireballtim.com. But if you join us on Facebook, uh, Fireball Tim Lawrence, uh, any one of our sites, you'll be able to join us for Art Talk. All the books are available on Amazon. Just type in Fireball Coloring Books and they'll all come up. But fireballtim.com is really the, the central core where if you want to learn about anything that we're doing with our shows and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with the holiday season really kind of here upon us, uh, I would encourage you, if you have young people or old people in your life, get all these books. Uh, get all the all the books. They're very affordable. They're very fun. And you'd be surprised even for yourself uh, how much therapy just sitting down and filling in the lines with some colors uh, makes you feel. So I encourage you to check this out. Fireball, thanks for spending some time with me this morning and being so generous with your time, your expertise, and the fun that you make life. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. This has been great. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me 
on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!